Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Think Cyber Secure podcast. My name is Derek, and I'll be your host today. If you enjoy the podcast and haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and follow along with us. Today, I want to talk about some of the common cybersecurity best practices the startups and businesses ignore. This list comprises some of the common and sometimes basic things that seem to somehow slip through the cracks or are deemed too hard or not flashy enough to dedicate time and energy. First one is to focus on processes before tools. Tools are flashy and very straightforward. You purchase, install, configure, and hey, done. Because of this, tools are where everyone puts their focus. However, processes can be beneficial in proactively preventing the circumstances of a cyber attack from materializing so the tools don't have to do their job and stop it. For example, do you have an accounts receivable process to vet invoice emails received? A process like this could identify fraudulent invoices or phishing emails masquerading as legitimate invoices to reduce the chances of either affecting your business. Second one is to get your passwords in check. I know you've heard this many times before. However, if everyone always used long and strong passwords, we wouldn't have to talk about it so much. Can't remember your passwords? Then put them in a password manager. We often see the same passwords everywhere. And then after an innocent looking leak of passwords from a social media site, all of a sudden there's a attacker in your email approving a wire transfer that wipes out your bank account. Thirdly, do your due diligence on third parties. The cloud service providers and third-party vendors that can provide web-based software for almost anything just by signing up with a credit card have made setting up and running a business fast and painless. However, not all vendors will have enough cybersecurity to reduce the risk to your business to a level you deem acceptable for your use case or will have the cybersecurity you are expecting. We found that many businesses implicitly trust their vendors. They assume their vendors will have enough cybersecurity for their use case, and they could merely transfer the risk to the vendor and don't do any further due diligence. However, when we start digging into it, we find two different scenarios. The first is the vendor doesn't have enough cybersecurity to reduce the risk to acceptable level for the business's specific use case. The second is that the cybersecurity model is different than what the business had expected. An example is a shared model. In this scenario, while the vendor is responsible for the cloud cybersecurity, your business is responsible for the security of what you put into the cloud. Fourth, implement secure coding practices and vulnerability management. Especially when you're racing to get your minimum viable product out the door, secure coding practices can seem like a hindrance rather than a help. However, consider how much effort rewriting parts of your code will be later once you are ready to start coding securely. Or consider the impact to your business if an attacker discovered a flaw in your code that allows them to gain access steal data, or do other things. Then, once you've shipped your code, how will you check it for vulnerabilities on an ongoing basis? If an ethical hacker happens to find a vulnerability in your service, how do they report it? The last thing your business needs is to lose the confidence of early adopting customers because you had a data breach due to a vulnerability in your code, or a news story that someone had found a flaw and they can't figure out how to contact you about it. Well, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button. Thanks for listening, and until next week, stay safe and remember to think cyber secure.